Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. So we are ready for some Marketing Monday energy, and I've got a really, really good one for you. I say that every time, don't I? But I'm pretty sure based on the comments and the fact that y'all keep coming back, that it's a good one every time. Pretty sure. So yeah, go ahead and give me those comments. Let me know you're awake, that you've had your coffee, that you are ready to receive what it is I have to offer, that you're picking up what I'm putting down. Let me have it. Yes. Oh my goodness. You're up so late. So Henley's 12 hours ahead of me. So, oh, I guess it's not super late. It's like 1030 at nighttime. And then Matt's here. Thanks, Matt. But yeah, okay. So we got international live stream today with Henley over in Hong Kong. So I'm all about it. Okay. So yeah, so today is Marketing Monday. And I want to know before we get started, just drop something in the comments in terms of what it is that you're going to get done this week. Something that's going to move the needle for you professionally or personally. Both of those goals are acceptable. So for me, personally, one of the things that I am refocusing on is my family's health. And to that end, we are all going to be eating so much better. And I'm really excited about it. So yes. So the thing that we're going to be talking about today, besides like our different goals and things, is going to be cookie cutter strategies. This is something as a marketing strategist, as a personal brand strategist, that's a new title that I'm using, that I'm testing you know, this is a really big deal because you find, and this is something I, I'm not, I see it a lot in two categories, at least for the people who I already know are watching because they dropped, uh, they dropped me some comments, but I see it a lot with local marketing agencies. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not naming specific names. So I'm not like trying to throw shade on anybody, but I am going to talk about it as as specific as I feel comfortable getting professionally in terms of like industries and types of companies. So I see this a lot for anybody who specifically wants to target coaches and consultants because they talk about, Oh, I've got this great funnel for you and all this other stuff. So I see it there. And then I also see it for a lot of these local marketing agencies, agencies that are like, yeah, we'll get you to the first page of Google. We're going to generate all these leads for you. You know, that is what we're looking at. And so, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just going to talk about it. (laughs) I'm going to be open. And if you're in an agency where you work specifically with local small businesses, or you specifically target coaches and consultants, and you feel upset, (laughs) that I am saying this, either I'm not talking about you and you're an exception or you need to change what your business practices are. Like, I'm just saying. So, and actually that kind of lines up with my next point. So this is a sign. So anybody who works in the same industry. So when you work in the same industry, what it is that you're bringing to the table. And if you're hiring a marketer, this is what you should be looking for. What it is they bring to the table is they already are, are coming 
to you with a great understanding of your industries, you know, what your industry has to offer, potentially your audience's pain points and the things that they struggle with already, you know, a good idea of what the competitive landscape looks like or what to look for in terms of competitive landscape. So if you work with, if you're a health company or healthcare company and you work with somebody who specializes in healthcare marketing or marketing for healthcare companies, then you'd expect that they're going to be very familiar with the vernacular that you're going to use within your industry. They're not going to have to relearn all of this stuff. So that is typically what they bring to the table. What they shouldn't be bringing to the table is a cookie cutter strategy that's worked for the five companies before you. So it should work for you. Okay. And so the big, big sign that you're working with a marketer, whether it's an individual consultant or it's an agency, the big sign here is that they don't ask you too many questions. So I was talking to a business friend of mine and he's a local service business. And I was asking him about an agency that he had worked with. You know, they developed a strategy for him or so they said, and I asked him, okay, well, they developed a strategy for you. Well, before you guys got started, how many questions did they ask you? And he was like, oh, like two. And I'm like, how are they developing a full strategy for you if they only asked you two questions? Right? Is this making sense? Let me know if this is making sense. Drop me some comments. Like, is this making sense? I got to know. I got to know. <laughs> because I can dive in a little bit more, but let me know if this is making sense for you. Let me know if you're, you know, like I said, are you picking up what I'm putting down here? Like the big thing, right? Like if you're getting on a discovery call, clarity call, strategy session is what I like to call them. The idea is like, hey, maybe I want to work with this person. Like that's that's what those calls are for, right? But on the consultant's end of things, right? Like my end of things, I'm also looking to determine whether or not working with you would be a really good ethical, like an ethical business move from my perspective. If I take you on as a client, is this the best decision for your business? So that's the other thing, you know, that I am trying to determine. So I'm looking, okay, so what am I going to ask? I'm going to ask, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to get a little personal here to determine, you know, if this is a good fit. Like, so what is, you know, what's revenue looking like? What's your revenue goal? All right. What other internal business goals do you have? Do you want to develop multiple streams of income? You know, what are your top five, like professional goals? Like, do you want to be a paid speaker? Do you want to write a book and have a book do well? Do you, are you comfortable, you know, using video and speaking in front of crowds? Because I'm a personal brand growth strategist. So I'm looking to get you opportunities where you are going to be in front of people. If you tell me that you're incredibly uncomfortable in front of crowds, but you're like, yeah, but I still want to work with you and I could potentially take your money. That doesn't sound good. Like that doesn't sound good. That sounds horrible, right? Because it might not be, it might not be the best decision for you. Now that could be something we look at where you're like, no, Ruthie, I'm going to overcome it. I'm not comfortable yet, but I'm going to listen to everything that it is you have to say. Then cool, because I am going to dig deeper into that. If you tell me you hate video, but you want to work with me, like we're going to have to dig into that, right? But those are all the questions that I'm going to be asking. Like, well, those aren't all the questions, but that's a sign of the questions that I would be asking you. All right. So if you sign on with a marketing agency or a marketing consultant and they're supposed to be helping you build this awesome funnel or they're going to get you set up with like Google ads and all this other stuff. But they don't ask you any questions. That's a huge sign that they've got this template strategy that they're going to plug your name into and maybe your business figures if they ask you that much. And then they're just going to go. They are just going to go. And I'm not saying that you're not going to get any ROI from that type of thing. 
But what I am saying is that your ROI will not be maximized. Your growth. Because with these cookie cutter types of strategies, the agencies typically or consultants will treat their clients as cash cows. Guaranteed income for the month. As long as we're getting some results, this is good. Instead of optimizing the strategy as time goes along. All right. So that is like the big thing because it's that I wanted to talk about today because I have been, I've been talking about this cookie cutter strategy thing for a while. Let me see. Oh, thanks, Matt. I've been working on getting clear on things, you know, so I appreciate you saying that. So Matt said, that's probably the clearest way that you've stated it. And actually, Matt and I were talking about this last week. So I said a lot of stuff. So Matt, you're going to have to tell me exactly which part later. (laughs) So that way I can capture that and maybe make it its own little video. Yes. Yes. All the strategies look the same. You have these companies. So let's say I, uh, so Rosie said, yes, no wonder all strategies then look the same. It's not tailored at all. And that, and that makes sense. And then you look at the coaching programs, for example, or the consulting programs where they have you plug in and then you just watch some videos and whatever. And it's not really like tailored to you and exactly what it is that you need. Then you are not getting a maximized level of results right? If nobody comes in to help you tailor and see how it applies to you, even if you're DIYing it, then you're essentially buying a course that somebody upcharged on because they've got, you know, a Facebook group or, or whatever, right? So if there is no tailoring, if there is no personalization, if there is no one else looking under your hood, right? Then that's not, that's not tailored for you. And then Natasha pointed out, not maximized or personalized. And that that's a really huge thing because each client, so the way I look at clients, right? We work in stories. My clients don't all have the same story. My clients don't all have the same deep personal motivators, which means the tactics, right? That I may choose to employ in their strategies. Those tactics will be tweaked. The approaches will be tweaked to maximize not just my client's stories, but also their motivations right? So we're digging deep here now to create a strategy that is, it's just so personalized and tailored that over time results are essentially inevitable, right? Like you execute, you see what the data tells you, and then you iterate. But if you execute on something that is cookie cutter, the likelihood of you iterating properly is incredibly low because you have maximized revenue input, right? If, if you, the, the smallest amount of time you spend on each client will generate, right, more revenue for you because you're not expending internal resources or you keep the expending of internal resources lower. You keep it lower, right? And so then what that means is that you, is that you don't have to uh, spend as much time. So you're not spending as much money. You're not consuming as much money. So if you already start out with a cookie cutter strategy, the chances that that agency is going to iterate properly for you are incredibly low, incredibly low. So that's why you want to make sure that they are doing their due diligence from the beginning, which means looking out like that's the biggest thing, the biggest thing. You're going to work with an agency. You should be confident that if you're not a good fit, that they would say no to you. Right? Is it too much to ask that you you should be able to trust them enough if they're asking for your money, potentially thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, that they would say no to you if it wasn't a good business decision for you? So if they're not asking you questions to determine fit, 
then they will take you as long as you have a credit card or however you send your money. And that's just some hard truth right there. Like that probably doesn't feel good. And you may be reflecting on people that you've hired in the past. If you're the business person who's hiring folks and you're like, shoot, yeah, they really would have taken me as long as I, I had a credit card. And, and that's just something you have to take and think about as you move into the new year. Yes. See, Natasha points out her clients don't have any of the same, like all of the setup. And Natasha works in the health and wellness and financial wellness spaces. And yeah, you have to tailor it to each person's goals. You always start with goals because if you know what their goals are, you don't ask them what they need. I mean, partly you ask them what they think they need, but ask them what their goals are. What are their goals, right? And then you as the professional, so I guess speaking more to the marketing folks maybe, or anybody who renders a service for other people, if they have the goals, how can you help them reach those goals, right? And that is where you can kind of fit in. And so then Matt points out that there's a significant power differential between plugging values into an algorithm and creating a unique message that positions itself to powerfully influence the content consumer. And that is exactly what you're looking to do. You're not looking to manipulate. You're looking to influence. You're looking to attract, right? And so I tell this to people, you know, my clients all the time, there are people out there for whom it would be an amazing decision to work with you. There are people out there, I'll say it again, there are people out there for whom it would be an amazing decision to work for you or work with you. Your marketing, the responsibility you have with your marketing is to attract those people and make it clear. Make it clear because if if me and another professional, if we align with our values, if we align in our processes, if we would get along working together and sharing these deep personal details about the business and about the person as, as a person, then it would be in their best interest to work with me. But if my marketing does not attract that type of person, I've not just done myself a disservice, I've done them a disservice because they still have a problem and they will still continue to look for a solution. So don't forget that. You know, people say, oh, I hate marketing. Don't forget, your marketing is your way of attracting people to you right? It is one of the ways in which you can help people make the decision to work with you or not. Your content, your marketing can qualify people, qualify your leads, quote unquote, but it can also unqualify people. It can repel people who are not a good fit for you. All right. So I've gotten a little off topic now, but you guys know I love talking, you know, marketing and business. And I just want everybody to have great marketing and, and awesome businesses. All right. Let me know if you've got any questions and keep an eye out. I'm going to be releasing another free training or free checklist. I haven't decided what form it's going to take, but I'm going to probably put that out on Wednesday, tomorrow, Tuesday or Wednesday. So keep your eyes open because you're going to want this it will relate to growing your personal brand. So I will talk to you later. Thanks for joining me, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.